Welcome to the podcast that combines the mystical and the practical to help you navigate divine harmony from within. Hi, I'm April, a holistic lifestyle coach, energy healer, and intuitive with over 20 years experience in the male-dominated tech world. I'm Nikki, an intuitive and energy healer with extensive experience exploring the multi-dimensional realm. And I'm Angela, a human design analyst, lover of the cosmos, and self-proclaimed self-help junkie. And together we are Celestial Celestial Compass. Compass. Now let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome to Celestial Compass. Hi. Hi. Got a new episode for you guys today, and this is a part one to a two-parter. And we're going to talk about um, our intuition. Something that occurred to me one day was that we talk about intuition and we talk about psychic hits and everything, but we never really talk about how do you get there? Because I know for me, it's very new for me, um, but I didn't just wake up one day and was like, hey, I think I'm going to listen to my intuition today. (laughs) Like, that's not how it works. It's something that is a progression, and then once you're aware of it, it kind of like explodes, but I want Nikki to kind of tell us, like, if somebody wants to start following their intuition, because we live in a society where we're not taught to follow our intuition, we're taught to follow our mind, and so we are very much a society that's detached from our mind and body connection. We treat them as two totally separate entities when they actually work very well together, but we just have to retrain them to talk to each other, Uh right? Uh So, what do you think? So, everyone's gonna have different experiences on this. So, we're all born with intuition. Society can condition us to that it's not true because you can't actually see physically in front of you what you can see in your mind or clairvoyance can see it like ghosts and spirits and and whatnot. So I was raised by a mum who encouraged my intuition my whole life. So I'm very lucky. She never told me it wasn't true. She didn't always engage in conversation about what I could see, but she would say, oh, really? Okay. Not make me feel like I was seeing something that wasn't there. If she couldn't see it, that was, that was okay. She still, I think I feel believed that what I was telling her was true on some level. Um, not everyone has parents that do that. Um, and it's not just your parents that can decondition you from it. It's also friends. So if you tell your friend, I can see ghosts or I can see spirits, they'll say, oh, you're crazy and make you feel crazy. And then you can switch it off. Okay. Some people, um, I feel once they turn three or four, it just stops for them without any conditioning. But some people who have it in their charts that are more psychically aware will continue. Some people will be told it's not true and still continue to see as much as they want to turn it off, they can't turn it off. That's me. That's you and that's, yeah. Um, I had people through my life tell me, you're crazy, right? But I was always, well, that's your opinion. I have my own opinion. So I've always been very strong-willed person but in that in my own belief she has a defined heart (laughs) in my own belief system 
somebody can have their opinion and I still I'll still have mine and not always let it influence me and when I have like I I've always had such strong intuition I've never questioned that it's real for me yeah okay so my experience as as a child was different Mm -hmm. so I came from a family of a lot of people who um can do what I do but what we're talking about right now are psychic abilities which are into it is an intuition and intuitive but as a kid it was very separate if you had psychic abilities or you had intuition and as Mm -hmm. a kid your intuition was your gut and Mm -hmm. and they're the same but i didn't know that as a kid so i was taught to trust my gut always follow your gut but i wasn't necessarily taught to trust my psychic abilities Mm. really they separated it they did but i think that that was because we grew up in a very catholic home yes that would be um well my mom's family is very catholic my daddy's family is very baptist and the bible says don't play with that and so it took me a long time to reconcile psychic beliefs and intuition gut feelings are the exact same thing so um there may be a lot of people out there who are scared to trust it because of what they've been taught from the Mm -hmm. bible and the words are there, but they really need to dig deeper because it's some of it's taken out of context and it's not what they what they think. But mm-hmm. that's a different topic for another day. So, so getting back to your mm-hmm. question, how do you develop it? So that April's experience is very valid and is talking about conditioning, as I was talking about my own conditioning myself. Mm-hmm. So one, you're conditioned, and then two, you've got your gut feeling. Okay, that I feel like everyone has, like, I would argue that. Okay, so but you, that's just me. But they don't always listen to. Well, it. I would argue that I would only argue that because I know human design and your gut comes from your sacral. So I can tell you that certain beings do not have that instant gut reaction okay. that we all three have because we are generator based. Okay, so like Ezra doesn't have it. Okay. He would have it sometimes, but he's not going to have consistent. He can't he's trust that feeling. He's not consistent, so he doesn't know if it's real. So what percentage right. of the population would you guess have that So that 70% feeling? of the population is a generator type. Okay. So then you have the other percentage that do not have sacral response. So they're going to have they're going to have to follow their intuition in a different different way. way. Depending on what. So typically in that 70%, the strongest intuitive ability that we all have is that gut feeling, mm-hmm. which is called clairsentience. There's four main types of intuition and then there's nine different off, like all up, there's nine types. So there's different offshoots. Um, that's probably the wrong way to explain it, but anyway. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> all up, there's nine, but there's four main. There's clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, clairsentience, which is clear feeling, clairaudience, which is clear, clear hearing where you hear things like through your ears, and claircognizance, which is clear, clear knowing, which is, comes in as thoughts. Now, those four main intuitive abilities, um, how to develop those is you need to work out which one you feel most drawn to that you get messages. The best way to start is with your clear sentience, like your gut feeling, and tuning into that and really working with that. But depending on what human design makeup you have, mm-hmm will determine what intuitive abilities are stronger for you. Now, like I said, we're all born with it. We're all born with them, but we can also shut them off over time. But we can also 
reignite them as well through meditation, through energy healing, like through Reiki, through um, energy healers are a really good point of contact to helping you awaken your own spirituality and get you back in touch with your own intuition. So I, um, like when April first started coming to see me, she questioned her intuition and I was able to like help her through Reiki under one understand what she could do because I could sense it and feel it inside of her. And two, I could remove the blocks that were stopping her from. Well, when I was in coaching school, they were like, you're really intuitive when you're, you know, because in coaching school you had to practice in front of people and practice in recordings and they're like, you have this ability but again, it was the gut, right, or the knowing, mm-hmm. um, the seeing. That's my strongest sense is the seeing, and uh, I wasn't the devil for that one. <laughs> but no, I, not I, really. I, I'm not really. But, but I'm saying, but that is the the feeling the that I had. Made you, the I, I, Catholicism well, made you feel that way. I don't know. I was telling this, and you know, if this. So in my family home, whether it was aunts and uncles, grandparents, my parents was fine, right? Because my grandparents could do it, my great-grandparents could do it, my aunts and uncles, some of them could do it. And so we didn't, we weren't shunned in the house, but we didn't talk about it outside the house mm-hmm. because it might not look good, you know? And so, um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really did have to go through Reiki to be able to accept it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and... My kids are a little bit scared to go through Reiki because they, I have the ability and they don't want to accept it. But it doesn't have anything to do with society. It has to do with they're scared of what they're going to see because mom can see so much. Mm -hmm. And they don't want Nikki or me to open that up. And so we just let them be. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, April, this. I think, um, I don't even know if you're, we didn't rehearse this, so I don't know that you're going (laughs) to. Be interested in sharing this I recently did some like heard that when you lose a father that a wall goes up in your heart for people and so April and I have both lost our fathers do you feel like your in touchness to your psychic abilities or especially your intuition shut down after you lost your parent your father because when I read or heard that I was like it made so much sense to me because I was very imaginative as a kid and very everything and then my dad died when I was 18 and I feel like that's when this major wall went up that I've spent all these years trying to shut down I, I don't know and I don't know because that was one of the worst weeks of my life mm-hmm. my daddy died on Tuesday my aunt died on Thursday and Aaron got orders to activate to Iraq on Friday. Mm, he was leaving wow. in six weeks. So I don't know what wall went up mm, that week. Well, yeah, a lot of walls lot. went up oh, that okay. week. So it's hard to say what caused it because when he came home we had to work through a lot of marriage issues because nobody comes home from war unscathed. Right. And I so it's hard for me to say because how is your intuition though after your daddy died and after that week? Well, I don't, I, I, re- I can't, I, I don't know that week. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember that week. Right. The, what I do know about that week are from stories from other people. So I have no memory of that week. Right. It was a, a trauma that your mind yeah. has blocked and, out. And, 
And mm-hmm. so I can't, I also can't remember my abilities pre that day. Oh, okay. What I do remember is Aaron left for another deployment in 2019. Yeah, 2019. And I had a cyst removed out of my head that was um, probably three times bigger than they expected it because it was in office, but it was so big when they got it out, it should have been in the hospital. Oh, wow. But that's not how it showed up, mm-hmm. right? And they couldn't get it to stop bleeding. Like, I wore, looked like I had the mumps because they had this thing wore around. All I know is when they took that thing out of my head or Aaron deploying, I don't know which one because they happened within three days of each other, all of a sudden it came in as a floodgate. Oh, I reckon it was wow. that thing in your head. Probably, because it, it was right, it, I think it was blocking my third eye. I do too. But it... So I just assumed for years that that meant Aaron was blocking what I could do. Mm, I didn't think it was. Him. It wasn't. He, because I've since learned he grounds me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I will follow my intuition. I don't care what logic says. I will follow my intuition. And sometimes Aaron has learned to trust it. Don't ever argue it. But he will still make me talk through the logical Mm. does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. and sometimes you can't do anything about it you know that it's there but you can't do anything about it Mm. and sometimes it's not logical right those feelings sometimes are not logical and 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 the and the one but the reason that i have to be careful about just jumping out there in front and saying i'm going to follow intuition not logic is sometimes my intuition is right about the the um event but the who or the when might not be right mm. um and so i don't i it gets, just it gets better it. with time i think but but it's not always that way but i think sometimes it's that way so that you don't always just jump into your logic right or in, intuition. intuition yeah yeah so if there's people out there questioning what intuitive abilities they have I recommend um, Googling intuition abilities and reading through the descriptions and finding which ones that you're most drawn to. When you read them, (laughs) (laughs) when you read them, you will feel what resonates for you. And then just start, start practicing, start using it in your everyday life, like and ask the universe for signs. Mm-hmm. The best way to fine tune and tune into your intuition is by asking the universe to give you signs. Like, I think this will lead into the next mm-hmm. episode, where you, next part of this episode where you spoke about your Texas signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you can always get a human design reading because I can tell you, according to what gates are activated in things, mm. what would be your stronger. Um, or you can look it up yourself. What what's your strongest intuition? Like mine is knowing is one of, is my strongest because um, I have a lot of knowing gates in mine. And that other one. And then I have, it's not clear audience, but it's similar intellect. to that. Clear, yeah, clear intellect. intellect. Um, so, yeah. So you, there's different ways you can tell. Like for me, I have been so detached from my body for such a long time that. Getting in tune with that was really difficult. When I found out that I was a generator and I'm supposed to have that gut response, I was like, what the fuck does that feel like? I have no idea what a gut response feels like. 
And so I have to wake up every morning and say, today I'm gonna make my decisions using my gut response. And I really have to close my eyes when I have to make a decision to see what that feels like because I'm so detached from my body. So it's been, it's, it's a practice. And I feel like people think that like, oh, I'm just gonna wake up. I know for me, I was like, I'm just gonna know what it feels like to have a gut response. But I have been so detached from my physical body for such a long time. Like I have a high pain tolerance because I'm detached from my body. I, you know, I don't know what it feels like to be in my body. And now that I do, one, it's extremely uncomfortable, but it's taken me three, over three years to get in tuned with what that feels like. And I'm just now like grazing the surface, I feel like. So as a coach, I think that they should keep a log. Just jot mm, down what yeah. your intuition is. Just like Ooh. you said, write down your dreams. So I can tell the future from dreams. Mm-hmm. Write them down. And then when you, it happens, go back and write down how it happened versus what your gut said or mm. your intuition said, depending on how you got it or your dream. And mm-hmm. then you can start to trust it and you can see. That's how I know it's not always the right who and it's not always the right date. Mm. But it is happening. Yep. It's just... What one little thing is going to change, right? But I, 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 with everything I believe, is that I don't get 100% accurate so that I don't act on it because you're not always intended to act on it, right? Right, I know something that um, Eric and I both do is to tap into our body is when we eat, mm-hmm. we close our eyes and focus on what the food feels like in your mouth. What it feels like when you swallow it, if you can sense every taste of the spices that's in your food, so that you're taking away the visual and you're really focusing mindfully on an action that you're doing and how it feels when the food moves down your throat and different things like that, because that really helps you pay attention to what the feelings in your body are versus, you know, most of the time we eat, we're just like shoveling shit in our mouth because we're hungry, right? But like slowing down and being mindful even like brushing your hair what does it feel like to feel the brush in your hair what does it feel like when you're brushing your teeth have you got a sensitive scalp no i have curls that tangle <laughs> you know doing what does it what does the grass feel like under your feet with shoes on with shoes off like one of the first things that i noticed which was weird when I started to tap into my body was I cannot stand the way shoes feel on carpet. So I cannot wear shoes inside a house that has carpet. I cannot stand the way that feels. So I have a thought, but your word is trust. Mine Mm -hmm. is intentional. What's your word for the year? Consistency with ease. Okay, there you go. There's your answer Mm -hmm. to how to tap into your intuition. Be intentional about it. (laughs) Have consistency with ease (laughs) and and trust trust it. Bam! That's Celestial Compass, and that's why you listen to us. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to say after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and meditating. Meditating helps. Yes, yeah, meditation does help. helps. But that's being intentional. And yes, yes, yes. Meditation, that's what I was going to say. Meditation really help. And I know a yeah. lot of people, and this is something that um, recently came to my, my knowledge, is... When we start, when people start meditating, they think they have to sit still you don't and like to, no. don't think. And then you're sitting there, and then you're like, all you can do is fucking think about everything. 
Like, when I need to go to the grocery store, and I need to do this, and oh crap, there's a hole in that wall, and I need to patch that, and oh, I gotta get my kid at whatever time, and but that blah, gets blah, 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 blah. So you just acknowledge the thought. Right. And, then and I think that's hard. So... I challenge you to maybe start with like a walking meditation or a guided or some, meditation. A gu- definitely a guided meditation because just having, just being able to meditate, it takes a lot of practice to meditate without a guide. Oh, I can't sort. sit and meditate without anything because the first thing that's happened to me is I'm going to sleep. Yeah. So my walking meditation is great. I've started doing that recently because I have like veered away from my meditation practice. I'm trying to get back into it. Um, and my mind's trying to take over because I've been detaching from that sucker, not letting it rule my life. And so it's trying to take over. So walking meditation has been instrumental in trying to get back in touch. And I think there are actually guided meditations on YouTube for how to strengthen your intuition. I'm sure there is. And the other thing we all need to do more of is ask our angels and spirit guides for help with Mm, whatever it is in your life. So if you want to get in touch with your intuition, ask your angels and your spirit guides to help you get in touch with your intuition and look out for the signs. And angels and guides come through with numbers. So you'll see 111 or 1111 or four ones or four twos or three three threes or three fours, you know, like always at least three or four numbers of the same number. That's your angels telling you they're with you. And they're probably reminding you to ask them for help Mm. (laughs) with those numbers too. So yeah, and that's I think that's the first thing that happens when you start opening your intuition is you start yeah, seeing you start to see the, the, angel the sequence. Yeah. yeah, the second thing I feel like's happened because it's starting happening with me is I get a ringing in my ear. Yep, that's another thing. Oh, I don't get that. I get that a lot too. I get blurry vision if I'm about to see something. Mm. I'm telling you, we've said this on a podcast before, man. I have the whole that's so raven. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've never watched that show. I'm gonna have to watch it just. I to have see that your... whole experience that mm-hmm. she has when she gets a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, but that's crazy cool. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, and I was gonna say something else. So the numbers ask the angels for help and just trust and ask your spirit guides to connect with you too mm. like through your dreams or through what however and just sense them with you and feel them with you helping you and guiding you and protecting you our spirit guides sit like way out in other dimensions but when you start to work with them you ask them to physically come closer to you and you pull them like just feel their energy closer and, and more more surrounding you um, so it's when you want to tune into your intuition and start forming a stronger relationship with you that you need to ask them to come closer and be closer and more active in your life. And is it true, or at least this is what I was told, that it, like everything else is a practice because when I had my Akashics read, she says, you don't work with your guides or your higher self very often because they're very far away. But when you work with them often, they're very close and they don't take as much time to pull them in. Yes, that's right. Mm. Mm -hmm. So your higher self, your spirit guides and your angels, ask them all to be with you and they'll help you on this journey. And Google the nine senses, the nine clear senses, and you'll get all nine of them come up and read through them and work out what you are. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a test somewhere. There's tests online. You can do it my intuition quiz. I haven't found one with all the nine senses. I found one with oh, the, four the four senses, okay. but I haven't found one with all the nine. Maybe we create one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I thought I had while we are doing this too. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this helps you get in touch with your intuition. Start listening to yourself and not your mind because we're moving again into the age of Pisces, which is all about 
the other realm. So call your guides in, call them in, because you're going to need them. Mm-hmm. So that's it for this episode. Bye. Bye. Hey there, Celestial Compass listeners. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. If you are, please give us a rating review as it helps us reach a larger audience. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Celestial Compass Podcast. And if you'd like to work with one of us, go to celestial-compass.com. And as always, thank you all for your support. Bye. Mm